Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Justice Sobriety, where we talk, share, and spill the tea soberly and anonymously. I'm just going to jump in. So, one of the last podcasts I did, we talked about step four. Well, now I'm just going to jump into step five. So, on page 72 in the big book, Into Action, I'm going to read a little bit and then we can move on after that. Having made our personal inventory, what shall we do about it? We have been trying to get a new attitude, a new relationship with our creator, and to discover the obstacles in our path. We have admitted certain defects. We have ascertained in a rough way what the trouble is. We have put our finger on the weak items and our in our personal inventory. Now these are about to be cast out. This requires action on our part, which when completed will mean we have admitted to God, ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our defects. This brings us to the fifth step in the, in the program of recovery mentioned in the preceding chapter. This is perhaps difficult, especially when discussing our defects with another person. We think we have done well enough in admitting these things to ourselves. There is a doubt about that. In actual practice, we usually find a a solitary self-appraisal insufficient. Many of us thought it necessary to go much further. We will be more reconciled to discussing ourselves with another person when we see good reasons why we should do so. The best reason first. If we skip this vital step, we may not overcome drinking. Time after time, newcomers have tried to keep to themselves certain facts about their lives. Trying to avoid this humbling experience, they have turned to easier methods. Almost invariably, they got drunk. Having preserved with the rest of the program, they wondered why they fell. We think the reason is that they never completed their house cleaning. They took inventory all right, but hung on to some of the worst items in stock. They only thought they had lost their egoism and fear. They only thought they had humbled themselves, but they had not learned enough humility, fearlessness, and honesty in the sense we find it necessary until they told someone else all of their life story. More than most people, the alcoholic leads a double life. He is very much the actor. To the outer world, he presents his stage character. This is the one he likes his fellows to see. He wants to enjoy a certain reputation, but knows in his heart he doesn't deserve it. I definitely can relate to that. The inconsistency is made worse by the things he does on his sprees. Coming to his senses, he is revolted at certain episodes he vaguely remembers. These memories are a nightmare. He trembles to think someone might have observed him. Which this, when that happened to me, yeah, people definitely observed me, unfortunately. As fast as he can, he pushes these memories far inside himself. He hopes they will never see the light of day. He is under constant fear and tension that makes for more drinking. Psychologists are inclined to agree with us. We have spent thousands of dollars for examinations. We know but few instances where we have given these doctors a fair break. <laughs> we, have seldom, we have seldom told them the whole truth, nor have we followed their advice. Unwilling to be honest with these sympathetic men, we were honest with no one else. Small wonder in the medical profession, many in the medical profession have a low opinion of alcoholics and their chance for recovery. So I'm just going to skip down to the next page. There's a part where it says, we have no right to save 
our own skin at another person's expense. Such parts of our story we tell someone who will understand, yet be unaffected. The rule is we must be hard on ourselves, but always considerate of others. So with that, um, what? Okay, sorry. So with that being said, I only did a fifth step each time with the sponsor that I had because in my addiction, almost everyone in my life I had some kind of resentment for because, you know, I was just selfish. I was that selfish and that self-absorbed. So really, I was mad at the world. The only person that I wasn't mad at was my sponsor. And I didn't have a resentment against my sponsor. So nothing I could tell them would affect them. So it was, it was kind of perfect. Yeah, I was still a little nervous because it's one. it really is one thing to finally realize all of these things about myself, but to admit it out loud after seeing how shitty of a person I was, it was, it was pretty hard to do the second time around. The first time, I, like I said in the other podcast, I was in victim mode. I didn't see much of my faults, but... I'm not going to go over everything, but this is kind of how it went. Like, first I'd start with their resentment inventory. So I would list off the names, and then there's the names, and then the cause, which is why I'm angry. So for some people, it it was like, oh, left without warnings or apologies, Um, you know, overcompensates for the past, Countless suicide attempts rejected me once I was outed. Um, let's see. Forced me to go to church. Too high expectations for me. Made me feel like I wasn't enough. Controlling and entitled. Always inappropriately, inappropriately yelling at me. Um, you know, just different things like that. Um... Even, even I, I wrote about COVID this time. I was like, fucked up everything good in my life. And I put a big frowny face. Yeah, whenever I was writing this, I was definitely in a, some self-pity there. <laughs> but this, this part of the inventory is the only time where we can be in self-pity and talk shit about everything. So I was going to do it. And I definitely had fun with that. And then the next part is affects my, so some of them is emotional security, personal relations, sex relations, financial security, um, um, ambition, fear, what else? Self-esteem, emotional security, and then others, greed, pride, anger, envy, Sloth, lust, oh, lust was a big one. And I think that about covers the major categories for what it affects. So again, for each person, I went down the list and I said all of these things separately. And then the last part was my mistakes. What is my part? So some of some of my parts, I'm gonna skip around again just so you guys can get an idea if you haven't done step four yet. Um, 
part of it. Oh, I was scared this person would die. I was dishonest because I told them I didn't know about a certain situation. Um, selfish because I didn't want to. I didn't want to live with this person. I was self-seeking because I wanted more support. I was scared that I would get fired. I couldn't say no. I was codependent. I was self-seeking because I wanted to s save or fix them. Um, fearful. I was fearful of being embarrassed and belittled. And let's see. I was impulsive, needy, etc. So there's a lot of stuff on there. And it just... Some of those really like... I don't want to say it was a shocker. But it was the first time I've really looked at it deeper instead of just being angry or having negative thoughts. Um, so in the book, in the 12 and 12 book, it says that... Oh wait, no, I'm not done. What am I talking about? So that was just the part of the resentments. So after I did that for every single person on my list... And I, I think I had at least like 70-something people that I had resentments about because I was an angry person. I was angrier than the first time. But that's because I I wasn't thorough the first time when I did step four and pre in preparation for step five to share all of that with my sponsor. So the next part, fears inventory. So column one, my fears. Column two, why do I have them? Column three. What is the solution? Okay, so for example, um, being belittled is a fear. Why do I have it? I already hated myself. I don't need others to. What is the solution? Learn to love me. My fear. Vulnerability. Why? It reveals weakness to others, gives power to use power for them to use it against me what is the solution I put don't put my heart on my sleeve um, I don't know if that's really a good solution but that's what I put <laughs> and um, different more fears that I have it's like losing control because I don't like being I don't like not being prepared enough to handle uncertain or unforeseeable circumstances and the only solution I can find to the fear of losing control is to surrender to my higher power in step three. So even though I was doing step four and step five, I still had to refer back to step three because if I think I'm supposed to be in control of something, I'm really not and I need to go back because I'm obviously forgetting something that I should have been thinking. So. There's others, so afraid of being wrong. Why? Fragile ego, overly sensitive. What's the solution? Get over my ego and accept my mistakes. Because we can't always be right. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a really big one. So I had a fear of not being loved or cherished. And why? Struggle with validating myself. What's the solution? Do good, feel good, validate and affirm myself. Look in the positive in others and then learn who I am and embrace it. Okay, so 
The next one is the sex inventory that I had to tell my sponsor. So this one, um, I thought it was gonna be really bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought. I'm just, I don't know. There was just a lot of guilt. I didn't really do that much, but some of the things on here is just like, it seemed so dramatic at the time, but I was really just young and stupid. It, none of it was really that serious. So let's see. For the sex inventory, I had to say, like, for my conduct over the years, where was I selfish, dishonest, and inconsiderate? Where had I unjustifiably aroused jealousy, suspicion, and bitterness? So I had to go through selfish, dishonest, inconsiderate. So selfish, um, you know, these these people made me feel good in some way, shape, or form. Um, I would take up their time so I wouldn't be lonely, dishonest. Um, I'm not going to read that on here, sorry. <laughs> um, inconsiderate, entertained until I was bored. Jealousy, not include people, um, suspicion, I, I would cause suspicion by being vague or avoidant, I would spend less time and communicate with people less, bitterness, I couldn't keep promises and obligations, I would start fights out of boredom. So that is my conduct, and whom did I hurt? I am not listing these names. This is an anonymous program. <laughs> what should I have done instead? I should have tried to make these people feel good too, not just use them. I should have done more than just take in relationships because you know, it goes two ways. I should have told them boundaries I prefer to have. I should have been better at communication. I should have showed people that I loved and cared about them because you know, that's what they deserved. I should have showed more integrity and accountability. I should have expressed my needs and my problems instead of just getting mad. Okay, and then the solution. Honestly, the solution um, for almost all of them is just be honest. Be a better person. God alone can judge our sex situation. So just... Seek God, seek my higher power. And so the last part I really had to say about step five, it was in the 12 and 12. So let me see. Okay, so only by, so it's on page 59 in the 12 and 12. Only by discussing ourselves, holding back nothing, only by being willing to take advice and accept direction could we set foot on the road to straight thinking, solid honesty, and genuine humility. And I'm skipping around here. So thou know, um, though now recognized our defects were still there, something had to be done about them, and we soon found that we could not wish or will them away by ourselves. 
When we are honest with another person, it confirms that we have been honest with ourselves and God. So basically, once I read all this stuff and more, plenty more that was on there to my sponsor, then I completed step five. And this time, it felt so much better. It was a lot. It took two hours for me to read everything. If that kind of helps you, the things that I read, that was just a few examples. Um, so provided that you hold back nothing... Your sense of relief will mount from minute to minute. The dammed up emotions of years break out of their confinement and and miraculously vanish as soon as they are exposed. I'm still reading from the 12 and 12, by the way. These aren't my words. (laughs) As the pain subsides, a healing tranquility takes its place. And when humility and serenity are so combined, something else of great moment is apt to occur. Many an AA once agnostic or atheistic um, tells us that it was during the stage of step five that he first actually felt the presence of God. And even those who had faith already often become conscious of God as they never were before. This feeling of being at one with God and man This emerging from isolation through the open and honest sharing our terrible burden of guilt brings us to a resting place where we we may prepare ourselves for the following steps toward full and meaningful sobriety. So that was step five for me. Um, Six and seven were really quick, so I'll just go over those now. All I really did for those, um, so step six is we were entirely ready to have God remove these defects of character. And then step seven is humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. So there was the seventh step prayer, which I'm not seeing in the 12 and 12, but it's in the big book. It's like, I humbly offer myself to thee something, something, something. Don't. Please don't quote me. That was horrible. <laughs> anyway, so for step six, what I did, um, I went back through everything that I told my sponsor, and I wrote out all of my character defects. And this was after reading the big book about step six. This is after reading the 12 and 12 for step six. I listed out all of my character defects that I could find. And I stopped at 50 just because it was a front and back of a page, but I'm sure I could continue and find more. So some of my character defects, they were selfish, insecure, pessimistic, inconsiderate, egotistical, entitled, hypocritical, boundary issues, impatient, impulsive, irresponsible, sensitive, irritable, moody, vengeful, dishonest, playing the victim, controlling, narcissistic, guarded, depressive, manipulative, guilt, jealousy, self-justification, self-pity, false pride, immoral thinking, argumentative, codependent, oh, codependent, that's, yeah, and then, um, for step seven, I did the prayer, and there were different corrective measures, so for each character defect, there was a corrective measure, so, um, so for insecure, it's like learning how to validate myself, learning 
like learning how to feel good about myself, not always worrying about what other people think of me, things like that. Um, boundary issues, learn what is okay for me to do, what, you know, where the lines are for relationships, including friendships or romantic relationships, what, like, it's kind of hard for me to explain because I didn't exactly write it in detail. But, um, basically not wearing myself out with other people's problems, not wearing other people out, um, staying in my lane, not overstepping, things like that. Um, irresponsible, so the corrective measure for that would to be, you know, just hold myself accountable, do the right thing, um, do what's asked of me actually give a shit (laughs) so there's that and I could really keep going but you guys get the idea so anyways that was my step five six and seven and all I can do is just work on these character defects and pray for them to be removed I don't get to choose which ones are removed Some of them can be turned into assets, and others I just have to learn how to use more productively and efficiently, and not just so they are, I can't think of the word, basically earlier in a meeting I was saying like, I'd have to be willing to let go of the character defects that were beneficial in my selfishness, because some of them got me what I wanted. And I just, I, I, unfortunately, even though some of them can get me what I want, I lose so much by, by acting on that defect. I don't want to do that. It's not worth it, really. <laughs> if I have to act out to get something that I want, I probably shouldn't have it anyway. And there's definitely a better way to do it. And I need to learn that. So... On that, I'm going to close this out. Thank you guys for listening. I know it's a shorter video. Video? Did I just say video? (sighs) It's a shorter podcast. Can you tell I'm still new to this thing? It's been kind of a long day. I'm a little tired. But honestly, if not, I'd still fuck up in my words because that's just what I do. Um, I'm going to close this out. I hope you all have a wonderful day or night or evening, whatever, and hope to hear from you soon. I still have the Discord, so join me on Discord with Jess's sobriety. It's spelled the exact same way. You just have to look me up. All right, so I'll close it out with the serenity prayer. But first, a moment of silence for the addicts and alcoholics in and out of the rooms who are still suffering. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I love you guys. Bye.